Welcome to the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast with John Pierce. Pastor John is the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. Disciples aren't born, disciples are made. And here at C3 Powerhouse, we are passionate about raising up brilliant disciple makers. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Fricker, our Melbourne East location pastor. Hello, everybody. I am so glad that you have decided to join us today for the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast, and I'm here with Pastor John. Hey, g'day, Dan. Great to be with you. Welcome, everybody. It's a delight to have Dan Frecker, who is our Melbourne East location pastor for C3 Powerhouse, and uh, he is a brilliant disciple maker. And welcome to the conversation where we're talking about all things disciple making and Jesus yes. obviously challenged us to go into all the world and make disciples. So we want to get better at that. We want to help you get better at that. Mm. What we'd love is if you've been listening to this, if the content's helpful to you, can you like it? Can you share it? Can you give us a review on whatever platform mm. you're listening to it and uh, give us feedback because we're really wanting to help you become a better disciple maker. Yes, we are very passionate about it. Jesus said he would build his church and he told us to make disciples and we're trying to get that little bit better today. So what were we talking? We had a great episode last time, actually, Pastor John. I'd love you just to reflect and remind us. What what was the big idea from last week? All right. So we've jumped into the first kind of phase of Brilliant Disciple Makers is really deliberately about how you lead a connect group, how you Mm. look after new Christians and what what are those keys about you personally discipling individuals and groups. Great. Now we've flicked the switch and said, okay, if we're going to do this at a rapid rate, if we're going to do what God's called us to do, it won't be just mm. you and I adding people to the kingdom and discipling them, but we've also yeah. got to develop leaders so that they can do what we do. So the last few episodes, we've talked all about how do I identify potential people who we could develop as leaders. We've talked about how we have the recruiting conversation. So how how do we have that next step conversation of what we see in people, what we love about them and and how we, we'd love to develop them if they, if they were, would let us. The mm. last episode, Dan, we chatted all things about investing in people. It was so good. And we love to invest in people with resources, to invest in people relationally, and to invest in people with specific training of competencies and character that's going to help them grow as disciple makers. As you were just sharing there, Pastor, and I was brought back, I remember the night I started my first group, I was uh, 17, and I was praying for it. I was about to start a youth group. And I just remember um, I was praying and, you know, believing God. It's going to be a great night. And uh, I just got this vision of like a cell that multiplied into two cells. And I just think that revelation you're sharing there, that as a brilliant disciple maker, that multiplication is so important. I feel God showed me that quite early uh, on my journey. And, Fantastic. And you've been such a key part uh, in my uh, growing as in developing leaders and making disciples. And you're very experienced, Pastor John. And I'd love to ask you, what is a mistake you've made or you've <laughs> seen other love people it. made when it comes to Lots developing of them, leaders? Man. Lots of them. Let's just go for one today. <laughs> okay, just one. Just yeah, one. just one. Look, I would, look I'll, I'll give you two, actually. I'll give you oh, two. The come fir- on, bonus. The, the first one is the identification mistake where I've looked right. and seen someone's gift but not their character. And I've promoted wow. someone to a leadership role beyond their character. 
So mm. that would be the first mistake that I'd like to say I've only made once, but I would <laughs> I would be untruthful, and that's not a good that's not good as a pastor. So I've re- I've repeated that. Often we're desperate for leaders, and so we yes. just we kind of just go for that person who looks good. But yes, I hear uh, you. It's you tempting. Know, it but is it's tempting. Not worth well, it. and that's you know the, the the prophet Samuel. He said, "Hey, this guy looks good. He looks like a great leader." And God says, "No, mm. you look at the outside, but I look at mm. the heart." Come so on. that would that would be the first mistake. The, the next mistake would be really what I would call not developing leaders, but dumping leaders, and <laughs> just basically saying, "Hey, you're you, you've got this area to look after. Uh, yep. Push you in the deep end, sink or swim." And probably, <laughs> if fun. I'm, yeah, if I'm honest, I thrive with that kind of leadership development. That's I'm a yes. learned. I'm a leader who who's quite intuitive. I love the challenge, yep. and I'll ask lots of questions. But the majority of people. They need to be taking on a journey. They need to be developed step by step, layer by layer, and not pu- not put into an area that's going to cause them to to be overly stretched. So, mm. so that's what I, stretching a little bit's okay, but just dumping people in the deep end. That's not yes. leadership development. That's not the way Jesus did it, and it's not the way we want to do it. And, and what I'm hearing in you there is that our heart is we want to set people up for a win. We mm-hmm. don't want to just, yeah, throw them off the cliff, but we really want to equip them, train them, yes. empower them properly. Yes. And, and that's actually going to be um, a win for them in the longer term, isn't it? Because they're going to grow steadily and slowly into the personal disciple God has called them to be. Oh, look, 100%. And what I find is when we develop leaders at church, then yeah. so often people take the content and the skills and the the you know the things that they're learning in leadership in church life and they apply it in the marketplace in their job right. in their school in their uni in their workplace in their in their local soccer club or sporting environment and suddenly yeah. the 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 values and skills that they're learning in the house of God are now translated into their business and and mm. they're they're crushing it and becoming promoted as managers and leaders Isn't and CEOs. Awesome? So it's it's a really awesome thing. That's why I'm passionate about developing leaders. Well, today we're, we're going to talk about uh, a specific way uh, that we can not dump but develop, and we call that shadowing. And so I'd love to just to hear, Pastor John, I guess maybe from, from the Bible, is, is shadowing a biblical concept and a little bit about what that is? Look, absolutely, it's a Bible concept, um, Bible concept. It really is the way that Jesus, we talk about, he ministered to the crowds, but he developed 12 disciples and mm. then a, a wider circle of disciples. And the whole concept of shadowing is like an apprenticeship. If you're going to develop right. an apprentice, you don't just sit in a classroom and watch YouTube videos of how to hammer a nail and how to saw a piece of timber. You, mm. you might have a little bit of that content that people watch and absorb and learn the technical side of it but an apprentice mostly learns by being alongside of the master the person who's got the skills and so they're watching them do it and they're reflecting on them and then later on they you know they have an experience themselves they have a go they make mistakes they get feedback and so today we want to talk particularly about the shadowing component which is where a person watches and learns and mm. listens and reflects with the person who's training them. And then next episode, we'll talk about then how to actually give people bite-sized goes and have, an, have the experience of doing it and, and reflect as they go in a safe kind of environment for that. So today, shadowing is exactly what the disciples did with Jesus. Right. Uh, Jesus, 
Jesus brought them along the journey. He included them. We're multiplying fish and loaves. You guys yep. hand out the baskets full. You're there with me. Uh, you know, he's praying for people and casting yes. out demons and that they would be reflecting at night so that when they got sent to do it themselves, they'd been they'd been prepared through content training but also the shadowing up close of watching yes. of Jesus. And, he, you know, we hear stories where Jesus preached something to the crowd, a parable about the sower and the, and the seed, and then he sits down in a more intimate setting with his disciples yeah. and he reflects. Now, I did this with the crowd, but you guys, I'm going to reveal things to you that I don't reveal to everybody, and we're going to, wow. we're going to break this down. We're going to dig a bit deeper, and that's really what – the shadowing experience is all about. It's about going a bit deeper behind the scenes with people, a bit more about the why. Yes. And I, as I reflect on my leadership journey, I would have to say that the number one way I have grown is by watching my leader and either having a discussion or asking questions after it. And I have to say, Pastor John, you've done this brilliantly with me on my journey. And I actually remember a particular story. Uh, this was before we moved to Melbourne East uh, to plan our location here. And uh, you and I had, or you had to have a difficult conversation with somebody, let's say, and you invited me. You said, hey, Dan, I want you to come and uh, be in the meeting uh, and I want you to watch me and observe me. And so I had, I just sat in there, Pastor John. I watched you. you uh, as always, you did an exceptional job. But I have to say, that uh, after it finished, you, you said, oh, can you stay around? And we had a bit of a discussion. You asked me, what did you see me do? Uh, what did you notice? And and I have to tell you, Pastor John, that that moment has stuck in my mind. I remember, for example, I saw um, two letters on your wrist. It said L and K. And I said, what's that? And you, you told me, hey, in moments like this, there's two things we need to tie around our neck. And it comes from Proverbs, loyalty and kindness, and you will find favor with God and man. And I have to say, Pastor John, as I've, I've moved to Melbourne East and planted a location, I've had many difficult conversations. But but in that, every time I do, I go back to that moment where you really uh, developed me and I got to shadow you and have a discussion and learn. And I'm grateful I did. It's helped me a lot. <laughs> oh, really cool. Really cool. Well, you know, being, being a leader, one of the challenges of being a leader is there's always going to be difficult conversations and so that's awesome mm. uh, the spirit of it is loyalty and kindness and helping yeah. people uh, move forward in their journey and sometimes yeah. that can be a little difficult or painful so uh, that's cool then that's a that's a great reflection I'm I'm yeah. glad I, I'm glad I've actually practiced what I preach uh, in, <laughs> in that area <laughs> so so th so that's that's really what we're talking about so let's let's say you're a connect group leader uh, right. And you're you've cho you've asked one or two people. You've identified someone in your group. You've asked them to to you know recruited them. They've said yeah. yes. Develop me as a leader. As a leader, maybe they're they're attending some kind of training and uh, where they're reflecting on some competencies and some character Great. things, and they, they're growing in that discussion environment. But now they need to shadow you. So mm. you bring them along to Connect Group and you go, okay, this is what I want you to do. Why don't you arrive 15 minutes before Connect Group starts at my house and, right. and stay for 15 minutes afterwards. And when you get there, you go, all right, 
this is this is what I want you to do. I want you to understand tonight we're going to have this many people coming. This is the atmosphere I'm trying to create. This is this is what's going through my mind. These are the dynamics that I'm aware about. This is the outcome I want to achieve from the yes. night. I want to get everybody talking, et cetera, et cetera. So really explain that to them and say at the end of the night, when everyone's gone, we're going to do a reflection. I want you mm. to say, what do you think I did well and what Great something question. I could do better? And then I will also do the same reflection. What do I think went well and what mm. could I do better? And so that that is a powerful kind of moment where you go, all right, come on yeah. in. And so when that, when that happens, you're really bringing – because leadership's about – getting people to understand, well, why? What are we trying yes. to do here? What are we trying to yeah. achieve? What's what's our motivation? And so th- this is th- this is such a powerful moment. It could be, it could also be that you're bringing someone to, a, you're a team leader. Let's say you're in a yeah. children's ministry and you're a team leader in children's ministry and you've got someone who's been on the team for a while, but you're wanting to develop them as a leader. Same thing, you go, okay, today, you might just hone in on one thing. Today, I yep. want you to notice how we really uh, we watch the group dynamics and mm-hmm. how we deal with anybody who's a little challenging how uh, yeah. and how we keep it fun and and keep the atmosphere of everybody engaged you know i and you might say here's three things that i'm always thinking about when i'm thinking mm-hmm. about kids church and group dynamics so later that's a great idea and then at the end of it we're going to same thing at the end we're going to take 10 15 minutes and reflect what did you see and what did what did we do well? What did you notice? And what could we have done better? And I'll do the same. And I think that it's actually not a lot of time, but mm. it comes back to this is the magic word, Dan, of leadership development, yep. intentionality. Yes. It's being intentional, be intentional that I'm trying to help you, and whether that's as a preacher, whether that's as a connect group leader, a team leader, uh, sometimes you've got to ask people's permission to have someone in the room. I know that's how doctors, when they've done their yeah. classroom time, then the doctor's going to basically be there shadowing uh, a senior yeah. doctor for a, for a season and then they'll have their own experience. So It's a great way to disciple people and grow leaders. And I just think those moments are so valuable. They stick with people. And what I love about it, it's not uh, too challenging for a, a, that new leader or that potential leader. That's, you know, you're just saying, hey, come along, yep. watch me, yep. observe. And then we're, and they are asking us great questions. We're asking their questions. And I just find it's, oh, it's just the, one of the best tools to have in our brilliant disciple maker toolbox, I believe. Yeah. Look, and I've seen this mistake happen way too often, Dan where let's say a leader thinks, oh, that person could be really great at sharing uh, a devotional in our connect group or mm. that person could be really great at sharing communion at church. And yeah. and we don't train them. We don't tell them what we're expecting and the best way to do it. We just throw them in the deep end. Yeah. And then if they don't do a good job, too often people are afraid of giving feedback and it's not fair to give feedback if you haven't actually spelt out <laughs> yeah. the expectations. That's very true. And then if they didn't do a good job, you're like, mm, okay, you might say to them, hey, thanks so much, thanks so much, that was great, you know, but yeah. never ask them again mm. because they didn't do a good job. Well, whose fault was that? That was my mm. fault if I didn't train them, if I didn't give them the shadowing experience. And I didn't set them up for the win. So I think that's that mindset. I love this. You know, the Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthian church twice, he yeah. says, 
I urge you to imitate me. So once he says it in uh, one Corinthian in early on in one Corinthians eleven, uh, sorry mm. one Corinthians four, he says, "I urge you to imitate me." And I've sent you Timothy, my son, whom I love, and he'll remind you of my way of life. So he's really basically saying, "Watch the way I do my life." That's what a disciple mm. maker does. And then later he says, "I urge you to imitate me." Just as I imitate Christ, that's one Corinthians mm. eleven. So this is the this is the the mindset, the heartbeat of a brilliant disciple maker who's Love developing that. leaders. Watch me, reflect with me, shadow me, and we're going to learn. Because sometimes this is what I like people to know. Mm. I wasn't happy. You know, it might be watch me preach. I'll go, oh, I really missed it at this point, or I really missed yeah. it at that point. And so that honest reflection from me as the leader also helps people understand. Because none of us are going to get it right every time. This takes the pressure off. And that was one thought I just wanted to add. Maybe you're listening as a group leader or a new people leader, and this might actually be a bit daunting to go, actually watch me. But I want to encourage you, that doesn't mean that we need to be perfect or have all the answers. We've shared on this podcast before to make disciples. We just need to be one step ahead of somebody. Exactly. So I just want to encourage you, if this thought is daunting, just release the pressure because we're just learning together. And, uh, you know, telling someone to watch you, it's okay if you still make mistakes, but we're we're going to grow and learn together. Hey. Absolutely. That's great, Dan. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast today. We have just loved getting the privilege to help us all become a little bit better and making disciples. God bless you. And we can't wait to see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And we pray that you've been inspired and equipped in your leadership journey. Let us know your thoughts by leaving us a review on whatever platform you are listening on today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pierce. We hope you can join us for our next episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast.